You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 313. In this episode, I talk to Natalie Jill about how to kill your false assumed truths and improve your mindset. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. On today's episode, I speak with Natalie Jill, who is a fat loss expert turned high performance coach. She helps people across the globe reach their health, business, and life goals by empowering them to level up and create everything from nothing. She has created a globally recognized brand with well over 2.5 million social media followers worldwide. She has been recognized by Forbes as one of the top health and wellness influencers in the world. She's a best-selling author and has just released her latest book, Aging in Reverse. Natalie is also the creator and the host of the top-ranking podcast, Leveling Up, Creating Everything from Nothing. Before we dive in, I want to share a review from Apple Podcasts from Chris from Germany. If you like to start an online business, you cannot ignore the name Sigrun. Her year program, Samba, is great to reach higher goals as a female entrepreneur. Her podcast is so inspiring too. She shares her knowledge and interviews with interesting guests. Thank you, Chris. I would also appreciate if you left a review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find The Sigrun Show. And maybe you'll hear your name mentioned in an upcoming episode. Go to sigrun.com forward slash 313, where you will find links to Natalie Jill and the show notes of this episode. I am so excited to be here with Natalie Jill, who is a dear friend and mastermind buddy. And she just brought out a book and I knew that this was the right conversation to have for all my listeners. So Natalie, welcome on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to dive in and talk with you today. So when I got to know you a couple of months back, actually, well, it's more like four months or five months, you were doing something crazy. <laughs> Can you tell, tell the audience what that was? Oh my gosh. It's so funny that you say that it's crazy. So I kill fat for a living. And when people hear I kill fat for a living, they automatically assume it's that fat on your body, which that is something I definitely help with. But I also, my, the bigger picture is what I kill is called false assumed truth. So FAT, the the things that we start believing about ourselves that we make our own truths and they're not necessarily fact. So one example, and that's where you found me and what you're talking about was I had, was telling people that you can really apply this to anything in your life. This idea of killing false assumed truths. You can do it with your physical body. You can do it with your health. You can do it with your finances, with your business, with anything. So what I did is I decided I was going to take that process and do it on my body with something, just something crazy to me. I'm 47 years old. I'm not flexible or I wasn't flexible. And I had never been able to do the splits in my life. And that sounds so funny, but I, I have been always thinking in the back of my head, like a lot 
of females like, oh, maybe one day I'll, I'll do the splits. Maybe one day I'll try it, but I never did. So I decided to sort of take my process, which I know we're going to talk a little bit about today and apply it towards that goal. And that's what I did. And I worked on the splits uh, for three months on social media, shared it, and I mastered it in three months, which was amazing. And I think that's what you were fascinated by. Yeah, I was fascinated that you shared the goal on social media. So you wouldn't know upfront whether you would achieve it or not. Although you are a quite determined person, and I know that, and uh, but still, you you kind of shared every week, and it was. Did you uh, need the three months? So the first step in making anything happen in your life is is a decision, right? You have to decide you want to do something. I'm going to decide to change my business. I'm going to decide to change my body, to do the splits, whatever. Decision step one, but most people kind of stop at that decision and they don't actually, they find excuses or they never really share that or they never practice. The next level of deciding is declaring it. And declaring it is when you are actually public about something. Because when you tell someone you're going to do something or you're going to achieve it, just like you mentioned, we met in a mastermind. One of the powers of a mastermind is having a group that you're telling people you're going to do something and you're accountable then. Because typically when you declare something, you're going to make it happen. And whatever you declare is the time that's going to happen in too. And that's basically what I had done as I said, okay, I don't know how this is happening, but I'm declaring that it's going to happen in three months. And that's what you did. So that's fascinating to me that this is how it works. Yeah. yeah. Now there, there is an interesting side note you might not know about that. There's a third step in transformation on anything that I didn't apply to the splits. <laughs> and it's funny because I actually, since I mastered it and I showed that I did it, I haven't practiced it since. I don't know that I can even do it now. And the reason, which is, this is another interesting thing, is there's another part of a goal or a decision that's really, really important. And that's your vision. And you're really visualizing something there and what that looks like long-term and what the purpose is behind it. And if you leave that part out, you will stop at something once you just like, you think you've achieved it. So like, for instance, if my vision had been, I'm going to be super flexible and do the splits in Thailand, let's say, or wherever, maybe I would have kept going. Or if I declared that I'm going to make it happen in three months and then continue on, and I'm going to be somebody that practices it all the time, that might've been a very different turnout as well. It's funny. I'm laughing a little bit as you're sharing it because it makes me think that, you know, uh, I have asthma. It was discovered when I was 12 years old. So I, I dropped fitness completely. And then I started it later, like weights and stuff like that. But I've been on and off. I really don't like fitness. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I was challenged in uh, 2007 to go running. I was studying in London and everybody wanted to run in my class. And I'm like, Okay. Uh, and it was uh, a run in London and it was horrible. My timing was awful, but something clicked in my head. I'm like, I want to do this again. So four months later, I ran a 10K run in uh, Reykjavik Marathon. Uh, they offer a 10K run. But like you said, I did the 10K run in 60 minutes, just like I wanted. Wow. And then I stopped. Yeah. It's really fascinating what the mind will do for us and what we speak. Like you have to use almost all your senses, right? So you have to use your, your visualization. You have to use your communication. You have to use how you feel. Like there's a lot of things involved in making something come to fruition. And if you skip any part of it, it doesn't always happen or it doesn't, you don't stick with it. So I definitely need your advice because I've signed up again now this year. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. So now, uh, 12 years later, I'm going to repeat it. I've decided just like you, probably I'm inspired by your splits that at my age, because we're similar age, now I'm going to run the 10K again and I'm going to have the same time as 12 years ago. Amazing. I love that. That's great. 
And I'm thinking it's possible. <laughs> yes, it is possible. Yeah. So, so the, one of the things that holds us back, especially us women, is this idea that things are not possible. So we, the reason my new book, by the way, is called Aging in Reverse, is that when you look at a kid, when you look at a child, like five or six years old, and how they think and act, they believe anything's possible. Like you ask a little girl what they want to be when they grow up. They want to be a princess. They want to be a Barbie, whatever. Like they want to be, they say things that, they don't even think that there's a limitation on it. I want to be the president. I want to be whatever. And kids have this wonder and this sense of possibility where they don't know that things are not possible. And they're also extremely present. So they're not really aware of time restraints or money issues. They're just in the moment and they're really into possibility. And as we, we grow up, we tend to lose that. So somewhere along the line, we're told that we can't or it's not possible. Or we start looking for evidence of why things won't work. And then we start believing, yeah, you know, that's not for me or my body doesn't do that or I'm not meant to make money or I'm not meant to be thin or I'm big boned or I'm big, like we make up these stories to kind of protect us from the idea of going for something and maybe it not happening. And those are really called false assumed truths. And I am really on a mission to help unwind that for women, especially women, because you're not too old. It's not too late. You can still achieve your best health, your fitness, your finances, your business, anything that you want at any point in your life. That sounds like too good to be true. So aging in reverse, how does that work? Yeah. So aging in reverse does not mean that you're going to literally become 20 again. And I don't know that we ever, we really want to do that either. You know, that's not what I mean by that. What it means is that you are going to start thinking and acting like you did before you lost those beliefs in yourself. So step one in aging in reverse is truly taking on the mindset on a whole nother level, like owning that you are responsible for where you are right now, right here today, for understanding and knowing that your thoughts and your actions, everything you've thought and acted on up until right now has gotten you to right now, right here today. And your results are because of that. So it's taking ownership on that first and then deciding what is it that you actually really want. And then there's a, a, a process with that, like ma literally making a decision, like what is it that you want? So sometimes I'll say to a female, what do you want? And they'll say, well, I just, just want to be happy. That's not really a goal, like just being happy because you can be happy at any situation. What do you actually really want in your life? Because if you're not clear on where you're going or what you want, it's very hard to get you there. So getting clarity around that, making a decision that this is happening, that this is definitely happening and declaring it, sharing that publicly with others. Like, this is what I'm going for. Like, this is the year that I'm going to get my confidence back. This is the year that I'm going to get fit again. This is the year that I'm going to fix my finances, whatever it is, deciding that declaring it, having a very clear vision of where you want to go. Only after you've actually done that work, which everyone is very capable of doing, especially with the right guidance, when you do that, now you are really open-minded to what you could do with nutrition and with movement to help you physically change. And it all works together, Sigrun, because so many people think it's just the diet or just the workout. And it's really so much more than that. It's a change of state. It's your mindset before you can plan your plate, which is the nutrition, and then ultimately love your weight. And I actually believe that being fit has a huge impact back to your business because, you know, oh my gosh. yeah, a friend of mine, she was uh, overstressed, like she had too much to do. And then she started running and magically things start to fall into place. That's fascinating. And I think people don't really know that or don't believe it and surely don't do it. 
Yeah. Have you ever, I I'm sure you can relate to this. I know you said you don't love working out and you don't love fitness, but have you ever been like, you're stuck solving a problem with business and you can't like stuck solving it. I've definitely been trapped in this like loop, like nothing's working on something and I keep going, keep going and I can't solve it. But then I go and change my state. Like I literally go outside, I go do some exercises. I go focus on that. It's almost like the same result of, as a meditation would do. You completely clear your brain and distract yourself from what you were thinking about. And that's when the clarity actually comes in. Your focus clears up. Everything changes from that. But here's the secret that people don't know. You can do that without exercise. You can do that through nutrition also. You can also do it through some mindset exercises. Like there's a lot of ways to get there. It's not just the workout. But I guess the reason I would say, this is what I've used. I'm so busy. You know, there's maybe a block in my calendar that I should go out for a walk or, or I should exercise or whatever, or take more time for myself. And then I'm like, no, I have to write that email. I have to finish that sales page. Yeah. But it actually works in reverse, like just like the book, Aging in Reverse. Like if you would take the time to do those things, you are more productive afterwards. Yes, but here's the missing link on that. It's not that people don't have time. They just haven't decided that it's a priority. And the, the example I'm going to give is if everyone listening to this takes a moment and just imagine somebody that you are in awe of, like somebody that you idolize maybe, or somebody that you look up to. Like if you think of like you're, the person you're the biggest fan of, like, I don't know, like I'll say Oprah for me. <laughs> like I love Oprah Winfrey. What I think about is it doesn't matter how busy I am. If Oprah called me, which she wouldn't, but if she called me <laughs> and said, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow at 12? I don't care what's on my schedule tomorrow at 12. Like that's happening. That's going to be a priority. I'm going to shift things. I'm going to move it. It doesn't matter how tired I thought I was. All of a sudden, I'm not tired. So when you start thinking about it like that, that's an extreme example. But when you really know you want something, when it becomes some part of your core that this is something I need and want in my life, you find the time, you find the energy for it. So it's not a question of time, money, energy. It's never, those are things that we think it is. It's the time, money, or energy. No, it's, you don't want it bad enough. It's a lack of passion and vision on something. So if you are saying, I don't have the time to work out or to eat healthier to whatever it is, you don't want it bad enough yet. And it's doing some work to figure out what that's about first. And then you'll shift because I'll tell you, there's nothing work-wise that gets in the way of my taking care of myself. It, it just doesn't happen. It's such a priority to me. It's such a core driver to me that my workout will come before all that. And I know because I put the time into that, I'm that much more productive when I do my work. So when you say aging diverse and it's never too late, is that really for women our age to actually become fully fit again? Like we were at 20 years old. Like, obviously we don't want to be 20 again. We want all the experiences and stories right. in our heads. Yeah. But in terms of fitness... It's not about comparison on that, but it's about the wonder of what's possible. So this is what I mean by that is a lot of women will say, like you might text me one day so and say, oh my gosh, uh, my body hurts. Getting old sucks. And then me as your friend would go, yeah, you're right. It sucks. And then we start validating that. We tell everyone, yeah, it sucks. We're getting old. And the next thing you know, we're like, oh, we can't do that because we're getting old and it hurts. So that's what I call a false assumed truth. Or maybe you go to the doctor and the doctor says, you know what? you're getting older, your metabolism has slowed down. That's just what happens when you get older. So now you think, oh, that's normal. I, my metabolism slows down because I'm older. And now you're not really watching what you're eating or what you're doing because you assume you're supposed to gain weight when you're older. So it becomes this false assumed truth. So what I'm sharing with women, what I want them to know is these are all literally false assumed truths. Because if you thought 
that everyone that gets older gets stronger, gets fitter, gets leaner. No, you don't gain weight when you're older. No, you don't get more pains when you're older. You start feeling that that's the norm. You will start finding evidence towards that. And that's what you start becoming. So it's not about physically like I'm going to be 20 again, but why do we age ourselves so much faster than we need to? Why is 47 have to be doomsday? It doesn't have to be. Why does 57 have to be doomsday? It doesn't. There's people that start whole new life patterns in their 50s and beyond. It's possible, but you have to decide and believe that it is possible first. That's very true. I think uh, it is a false truth or actually, well, everybody assumes it's right that like, oh yeah, you should just gain some weight when you are, you know, going through a midlife and not lose it again. Yes. But what if everyone you knew was like, no, that's not reality. I'm getting stronger and fitter. You, you would be like, okay, I, I'm not the norm. I need to get myself together. So I think that people do us a disservice, especially doctors sometimes. Yeah, I have nothing against doctors, but why so many times are they telling us you need this and you're going to gain this? Like why, why have put that out there, or this is what's going to happen. This is what it's going to look like. Like you, you put that in our minds. That's what happens. If anyone doesn't believe the power of a mind body connection, you know, close your eyes for a minute and envision biting a lemon. You know, what happens when you bite that lemon in your mind, your mouth waters, you get the like, yeah. So that's a mind body connection. You didn't actually bite a lemon. The same thing's true with what you believe is possible in your life. Like if you believe you're getting old and falling apart, you're going to get old and fall apart. That's just the truth. So how did you discover all of this? I know you have been in this industry for a long time and you just thought, didn't realize this right now. This has been a process over years and years. So what is your journey coming to this point and being the one to teach us this? Great question. So just a, a little journey back. Um, about 11 years ago, I had had my daughter and I had gained a lot of weight, uh, which is not unusual with a pregnancy, but I gained a lot of weight, a lot of weight when I was pregnant. And I'm only five foot two, so I'm relatively small and I gained a lot. And when that happened, I was also a new mom going through a divorce. And in the USA where I live, the housing market had crashed, the stock market had crashed. The fin we were in a really financial hard time at that point. So even though a lot of people were going through some hard times and for me, it was the first time in my life that I fully went into a depression. I had a financial loss. I had, I was getting divorced. I was going to be a new single mom. I was in debt for the first time in my life and I gained all this weight and I felt terrible. Now, what was working for me is I genuinely was a pretty positive person that knew about vision and goals and how to get myself out of that. But I was myself in a depression and I, it took me a little while in that. But I had a defining moment where I remember looking at myself on a walk, I saw a window with a mirror reflection. And I remember looking at that and thinking, this isn't me. This is who, isn't who I want to be. Like I'm somewhere inside here, but this isn't me that I'm looking back. And I had an experience of going home and making a vision board and creating a whole new vision of what I actually wanted in my life. Now I'm telling the story very fast. This is over a period of time, but by looking at that vision board and really working on what is it that I want and imagining myself living in that vision board and like what actions would that person take? What would she do? What would she eat? I started to change my life and I got extremely fit extremely healthy and in shape. And I started sharing that on social media at the time. And I didn't have, right now I have, you know, two and a half million followers at the time I had a hundred, you know, I didn't have, but people really resonated and connected with me over that. So I fell into this fitness, fat loss, nutrition space, and just by authentically sharing and helping people. And I grew a business through that. And, you know, this started years ago, but 
over the time, every time I had a rough spot, which we all do in our lives, every time I had a rough spot in business or anything, it was the same method to get me out of it. Decide, declare, create a vision, keep going. And I started realizing, wow, this is really, there's so much more to life and fat loss and nutrition and business, you know, when people can really take this on. And I, and there was really a commonality. So I started applying it and I started in my fat loss and nutrition programs, really teaching this mindset component. And it made a big difference with results. Like instead of people getting results temporarily, they got them for a lifetime. They changed and they never gained it back. They got healthy and fit and went a whole nother direction. So I thought, gosh, I'm really onto something here with this. And then it took me a few of my own personal setbacks to keep validating this. So for instance, about um, a year and a half ago, I got injured. I had a a massive injury to my back. I ruptured a disc. I uh, it wrapped around my spinal cord. It cut off the nerve on my right leg. I ended up in emergency surgery to remove the disc that had ruptured. Anyways, I had a lot of things going around with that in my mind about my business, about am I a fraud because I'm a fitness expert and I got injured. I had a lot of things coming up. And I, again, applied the same method that I have been talking about. And it changed me. I got healthier and stronger than before. I was able to share that with my audience, what was happening. And I really got clear on, I need to speak into this. It's time to really speak into the power of the mindset on everything. And because people kept asking about my age, I thought, you know, this is just the perfect timing with that. <laughs> That's perfect. It sounds so similar really to uh, someone who's building a business. I, I feel when you start to build a business, you're so focused on like, how is everybody else doing it? Is there a template for this? Can I buy a course? And then later on, you realize it's mindset. Yes, it always is. And we all have these blocks, you know, and, and you might have it together in one area, not another. Constantly, I'll talk to somebody who has it, it, literally has the block in one area. Maybe they're thriving in their business, but not so much in their health, or they've got the health and fitness part down, but boy, their business is not, you know, and it's, it's usually a mindset thing. I mean, actually, it's always a mindset thing. And when people say that something's not possible, I always say, well, if you say so, because if you say it's not possible, it's not possible. So what if we don't believe it? We just have to find enough role models that actually prove the opposite. Yeah. So if you don't believe it, I can't convince you to believe it. You have to want it. You have to decide it. And then what I'm going to say is you can always find evidence to support whatever you want. So for example, Sigrun, if I say to you, you have a thyroid problem, you're going to gain 30 pounds. If I say that, or I'm talking US, so pounds, we were trying to figure this out earlier, pounds versus kilos, but you're going to gain all this weight because you have a thyroid issue. Now you can go on Google and you can start Googling 47 year old woman, thyroid, gain weight. Like you'll, you put those keywords in, you're going to find all kinds of evidence of people in that same boat. However, you can also find evidence of the opposite. You could also say, I lost weight when I was diagnosed with this. And you'll find evidence on Google about that. So you can find evidence for whatever you're looking for. So the the disservice that we do each other is that we validate excuses. Because the second you validate an excuse for somebody, there is literally no chance of them improving. So if I call you and I say, this sucks, this happened to me, I'm miserable. And you say, yeah, you're right, Natalie, that sucks. That just might make me feel better in a moment. But this is how does that help me? <laughs> How does that help me? Yeah. So when we do that to each other, we're not helping each other. When we say getting old sucks, we're not helping each other. Let's speak into possibility. I think, unfortunately, we do this a lot as women, and I, I don't want to take the blame off me either, is that if someone is saying something like this, we first tend to comfort them with like, yes, poor you, and oh, he's not calling you. Let's say they're dating and he's not calling. Instead of saying, 
he's not that into you. <laughs> yes. Yes. But why don't we speak up and do that? Because it's interesting. If you look at where we do that with friends, I know darn well, if I called you with a business issue, Sigrun, if I called you and I said, oh my gosh, I just had this horrible launch. I'm a loser. If I said that, you would not say you're right. You're a loser. No, you wouldn't do it. You'd be like, okay, get it together. Like, let's look at this. Let's look at plan B. That's what you would do. So why do we do that? in there are other parts of our lives. Very true. Why do we validate that? Very true. So aging reverse is starting to see those possibilities that anything is possible and the age doesn't matter. 47, 57, 67. You see these 80 year olds running a marathon. I'm like, how did they do that? <laughs> I know. I know. And maybe, maybe you don't want to run a marathon and that's okay too, but maybe you don't even want to change your body and that's okay too. But, but why are we giving up on other things? There's too many women telling me they lost their confidence. They don't have a vision. They're not, they don't have a purpose. They're feeling lonely. They're feeling washed up. Like you don't have to feel that way. Like there is another way. So it's taking that on and saying, I'm, you know, I, I'm ready to take that on. I'm not ready to just give up. And it's never too late. Natalie? It's never too late. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And how do people find you online? Oh my gosh, nataliejill.com is my website. And that's, you can see the book there. You can get the book in stores anywhere. And then also um, my social media is Natalie Jill Fit. Natalie Jill Fit. We'll find you there. And so you're not doing the splits anymore. Will this, will you come back to the splits? You know what? I'm going to declare right now I'm coming back to it because I'm mad at myself, but I see what the disconnect is. It was a good experience for myself, but I'm, I'm going to come back to it. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. We declare. Okay. Thank you so much. And I encourage everyone to get your book, Natalie. Thank you so much. Go to signal.com forward slash 313, where you will find links to Natalie Jill and the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on Apple Podcasts. See you in the next episode.